You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. You test for me. And we're live. <laughs> we're live. All right. <laughs> episode 54. Episode 54, guys. We are back for another oh, episode. This is, not a test. this is not a drill. Oh. This hey. is the real deal. <laughs> First of all, let me just give you guys the backstory. Jordan hates when we do like tests to make sure our audio is right. So it's she's I just like so stupid. She's just like, hey, go ahead. I think we got it. Like I move forward. I'm a little closer <laughs> now. And I'm just like, oh, or we could try and test it out. But anyways, we're back again for another episode and we're just again so happy that we have so many people who enjoy hearing our yeah. voices because we don't. And don't you like our consistency? <laughs> because this, this is, is y'all's second episode this month. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're out we here. have 24 seconds till the month ends, but the point is... 24 <laughs> seconds. Literally. We got an episode. We had two episodes this month, so I'm super proud of us. I know. The year is like over. The, the year is over. It it's, is. It's a whole it's, new decade yeah. now. That's crazy. Wow. And it's almost your birthday. I know. I think I have the mild birthday blues, though. That's 25. Yeah? You don't Did remember you? I was depressed? Oh, Yeah. I do. I was very depressed. You was in a funk. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Like, yeah. what's 25 going to look like? Like, how am I going to navigate you know, it's this? Not, it feels bad because it's 25, but you get there and it's actually not. It's just like 24, but it's like 24. It feels different. I feel like knots in my stomach. I Be- usually don't feel this. You know why, well, I don't know about you, but for me, it was like when I was young and dumb and didn't know anything. I'm like, oh, by 25, I'm going to have this, 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 this. Yeah. House, car, kids. Yeah. Married. I don't have none of that. Nothing. <laughs> you have a car and a house. That I received as a kid. <laughs> okay, and I have an apartment, but like, you know, like I thought like my first baby was going to be popped out like Yeah. I cannot imagine. Having a And my a eyes human. don't stop watering. I don't know what's going on. Today is a crazy day. It's been a rough day. Honestly, Mercury retrograde happens in two days. I think this is the... First Sha- wave. The shadow period started, girl. So yeah, this miscommunication thing. It's been a lot of it miscommunication been- <laughs> today. It's been a lot of that. It's been some miscommunications, but I don't remember how we got here. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, it just feels crazy because you're approaching it, and it's the first time that you'll, you know, have reconciled with the fact that what life is supposed to look like at twenty five doesn't. <sighs> but that's okay. Yeah, I agree with what you said, though. Like I had goals and like mm-hmm. ideas of what my life would look like at 25 yeah dream and, job d- yeah career i thought yeah. i would have been moved out like living in this big ass house with my big ass ring and my big ass car okay both two cars his car his and hers right you know what i'm saying and i don't got none of them shits but <laughs> honestly but like i also feel like I'm in like a transitional phase in my life right now. And I'm like, I'm not really sure where shit is going. Yeah. And usually I'm like planned out for at least six months. Yeah. And like, I have no idea what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen between now and like Bali. Because that's the only shit I got planned for next year. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's just really weird. And y'all pray for me because I'm about to be grandma gang 25. (laughs) super wild yeah but we're here and we're alive and i don't want god to think that i'm like ungrateful because i'm so grateful i'm just sad yeah i mean it's hard like no one's supposed to have it worked out you know what i'm saying like i literally was when i turned 25 i was in the fucking what was a restaurant club 
Oh. I put my head down. <laughs> so I go around the table talking about what we're grateful for. I'm like, I just want to sit in the car. <laughs> I made us leave. And we didn't pull out off from the parking spot until it hit 12 o'clock. So that I would still be out for my birthday. <laughs> and I slept on the way home. Wow. I was so depressed. I don't, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Oh, my gosh. I'm not saying you're going to be that depressed, but I get where you're coming from is my point. No, yeah. I don't know why my eyes can't stop watering. Is something happening? No, we're overwhelmed and overwhelmed. Are we about to cry? I because... think so. It's been a rough day. <laughs> it's been, you know, it was fine until the end of it. No, nah, it's been a rough all day for me. You know, I think it was, for me, it was fine until about 6 o'clock. And 6 o'clock hit. That's good. You made it through the majority of the day. Did something happen before six? That pissed me off. <laughs> it was it was like a little hiccup before six, but we but it was fine. I was like, I'll recover from that, no problem. Barely made it. The bitch, I decided that I was actually gonna leave that place, <laughs> and all hell broke loose. Basically, on my end, because apparently I'm the only one who feels this way. So. It's always like that. Yeah, it's a travesty. Yeah, it is. But anyhow, right. to back bring to it the, back, yeah, back to the regular <laughs> that, schedule I think program. That was like. Because that was a lot. Therapy session. Um, before we hit the news, like we usually do, um, just want to remind you guys that, you know, if you like what you hear, if you heard something that resonated with you, please, please let us know. Like um, like the episode announcements on, on social media, um, comment on SoundCloud, rate us on iTunes because it matters. We're trying really hard to climb to the top of the ranks um in our category and on itunes and we really really need you guys to help we know you're listening because our listenership after this episode will have hit twenty thousand, which is huge like can't believe i literally have been ticking off i text our team every time i think we've hit a milestone and twenty thousand is right there so we will certainly have hit twenty thousand by the time this episode comes out but we definitely need your help climbing up the ranks with your rates with your comments um if you like what you hear share it with people who may want to subscribe as well so they can get all of our episodes as soon as they come out. And yeah, we appreciate you guys' support. Like, honestly, we could not do it without you. What is a podcast without people who listen to it? Nothing. Um, so yeah. And then, another thing before the news, the New York City getaway is coming up. We have a really cool announcement that we will be making um, right after we drop this podcast for someone, a special guest who will be joining us. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Super I cannot. Suits. I cannot. Super suits. Like, it's somebody we love. We love this girl. New York knows this girl. <laughs> yes. And That's y'all about girl. to know her too. Yes, we're so excited. Oh my gosh, guys. We have so many surprises. And like Jordan said, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing and stuff because. You know, we don't really look at the numbers as much because we're just focused on the content. But like we looked at it, I don't know, she said it, like we looked at it and we're just like, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, and we just need to get out there into the world more and like kind of just like get some funding because <laughs> <laughs> we are, you know, self-funded and we definitely want to just get out there and, you know, make a brand out of our dream. So, yeah. Thank you guys for supporting. Yeah. And listening to our shenanigans. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, news. Okay. Um, Kanye West's album is mm-hmm. out. He created a gospel album. Okay. I have not heard the album. Jordan heard the album. So, she's going to speak more in the context of the album. 
But what I will say on the whole Kanye West finding Jesus and everything, I I'm fine with it. Like I support anyone who finds their way back to Christ or finds their way to Christ to begin with or, you know, uses gospel music to get more centered with themselves. I completely support it. I feel like some people say he's a culture vulture or like remember the things he said about slavery and stuff like that. But you have to remember he lives his life on this huge platform and like he lost his mom and he went through all these things and like a lot of the mistakes that we go through they're in private you know they're not really publicized on tv and in the in the light or whatever so we just have to have a little more compassion for people i think that regardless if he turns around from this and it's all about sales or like it's greed or it's something else or whatever the situation is i feel like that's between him and god and who are we to judge anyone else and if Kanye found his way to Christ and this is his way of, you know, fixing his flaws and creating a new life for himself. I support it, but I have not listened to the album, so I do not have any critiques on that. And I'll pass it over to Jordan because she did. (laughs) I'm going to start by saying that was a very kind thing for you to say because... I didn't listen to it like right right when it came out. I Man, it just came out, but it's not it's not like I was one of those people who listened. Sorry, I just opened a water bottle. <laughs> it's not like I was one of those people who listened like first day because I was hyped about Kanye having an album. I know Kanye's genius, and I, what I was curious about was even after like all these things that he's been going through, specifically the political stuff, like have that impacted his artistry? Because we could say what we want about Kanye, but he made some good stuff. His last two albums weren't my favorite pieces of work from him. And that is separate of, you know, his political stuff. It's just that the content wasn't what I was used to. It wasn't the old Kanye. But artists are allowed to evolve and change and grow. And we can't stifle them, you know, because otherwise people will be complaining about Kanye doing the same thing. I say all this to say, streaming makes it so no matter if you like it or if you don't like it, you're supporting it. If you like the artist, I mean, if you don't like the artist, you're still supporting it. They're still getting money off of it. When we were younger, someone could buy the CD themselves because they love Kanye. We could burn it and my money didn't go to Kanye. <laughs> but you can't do that with streaming. Right. So I don't know. I still have, I'm still a little like a little turned off by Kanye just because I feel like his, <laughs> I don't think he's self-aware. So it's hard for me mm. to give him that compassion though mm-hmm. you know I, I think your point is valid you know what i'm saying i think people should you should be able to give it to them no matter if you agree or disagree with them but for somebody who's i think hypersensitive about my own self-awareness right now it's hard for me to to give that to people who aren't self-aware because i right. think he's completely like this so disassociated himself from his roots mm. now I love gospel music. So when I heard gospel album, I was expecting, you know, how he was posting those videos, him outside with those choirs, remixing secular songs to gospel music that some of them actually sounded bomb. You know what I'm saying? I was expecting that. And that's not what I got, which is why I didn't particularly like the album. I say all to say, I only gave it one listen. And with anything, you have to listen to it more than once so you can dissect it and things can grow on you. Absolutely. But I, what I can say is off the rip, what I do is I listen once through when I'm when I have a new work that I'm listening to. I listen once through and I note the things I want to go back to. And there was only one song I wanted to go back to, which was the very first one. And it's not like he was in the song. 
Um, so I'm, I'm sure he like arranged it, but like <laughs> it wasn't like Kanye was rapping. It's also right. some of the, like some of the content in the songs. I um, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is gospel, and we're, we're labeling this a gospel album. Like when Snoop did a gospel album, my man did a gospel album. <laughs> you know, like I think people were looking for like Jesus walks like that song and it wasn't that and it wasn't that yeah okay well i definitely want to listen to it but i need to be like you know there's certain times yeah to listen to gospel music Mm -hmm. and i love gospel music too i love me some marvin sapp right some Some kirk franklin red hammonds hello sisters yeah some mary mary and all but i feel i i just knew it it couldn't be that like i just just knew it couldn't but his little videos of them singing outside it was that but you can't um, make money off those because he mixes those. But you, all you do is get the license. People allow you to use their stuff, sample their stuff all the time. That's a whole fact. And you're Kanye. Who's saying, well, a lot of people saying no to him now. <laughs> so actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to the album though. I definitely want to hear it. Yeah. If um, you're listening to this right now, go in the uh, episode announcement and tell us what you think. Yeah, let Comment. us know your thoughts on the album because I want to know. Um, I guess we're talking about music today because Summer Walker's album is still on repeat since it dropped. Yeah. Okay. And I was one of those people that was like, eh, when I first heard it. And now I have listened really? to it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I was yeah. never like, eh. I didn't dislike it. I know what you mean, though. I was just used to her EP and her last album. Yeah. You know, like Neo Soul. This was more... This is actually, I feel like, make love music. Yeah, R&B. Yeah. Certainly. This is like a... I thought it was going to be like, fuck these niggas, get money. We out here, but in an R&B version. Mm Kind of like, you know... No, it was like... But it was like, I love you yeah. a lot. And you hurt my feelings. And, you, and I hurt your feelings. But yeah, we still love and each I'm other. sorry. Yeah. But I love you. I'll kill for you. Yeah. I'm calling you at 3 a.m. in the morning. Right, like, right, 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 right. The album is my life. <laughs> I'm crazy. Honestly, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> it's accurate as fuck, okay? I was just like, wow, this is really good artistry. Um, I... Summer Walker, this is her like her first album before she had like EPs. Um, I love all her EPs. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's it's like snack size though. It's like four or five songs. It's yeah. not, and they're Except not there's long. One, I, there's one that I thought was an EP, but apparently it's an album. Is it? You know, I was going around calling it an EP. So, and I was calling this her first That's album. Or okay. <clears throat> so, are we wrong as hell? Or I don't know if we're wrong or if everybody's wrong. Everybody else is wrong. Okay, I'm gonna find it and then I'm gonna tell you. You, but you keep talking. We'll circle back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Summer Workers album. I really enjoyed it. I thought last wow. day of summer because the EP is like what? It's like less than forty minutes. Yeah, wasn't that an EP? I think. Oh, you're at, well. If that if, if if an EP is less than forty minutes, and this is EP size, there it, it's like four or five songs. Oh, how long are the songs? Short because the whole thing is. Let me see the songs. Minutes. Like prayed up. Yeah, this is an EP. Is it? CPR? Yeah, CPR. Yeah. Water. That's what I thought, but then somebody so. said album, and I was like, "Am I wrong as hell?" You know, if we're wrong, correct us in the comments. Actually, my because- business. <laughs> this is uh, Summer's first album, right? Like we so- were saying, <laughs> like we said the first time, right? So yeah, I liked it. I yeah. love it. Favorite song? Favorite song? All the songs. Playing okay. games. Okay. Um, p- potential. 
we should just play that. You and got potential. Hello. Uh, if I could uh, sing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing it, but then I was like, I can't fucking sing. So I'm going to shut up. I'll kill you, actually. I'll, but I have a question. Mm. When she says stretch you out, what's she talking about? I don't know. Because. I saw you tweet that. Yeah, and I, I was like. what she's stretching. Or is this like a metaphor? I think it was. I was literally going to say it might be a, a metaphor. metaphor. What does that mean? Um. Somebody comment and let us <laughs> let us know. Just get in the comment section and just start chat with us. Yeah, because honestly, because you know, be confused. Very but clearly about a lot I was of things it, today. So yeah. Oh, and speaking of stretch you out, our I feel like it has a sexual connotation. Me too. Okay, we'll talk offline. <laughs> but one of our getaway guests, Tatiana, um, uh-huh. Tea with Tati, I think is her Instagram name danced to stretch you out oh did she embodied it i have to watch the video bodied it oh my we'll God. tag her i love make her a, i'm gonna make a note to tag her because i, I watch her videos faithfully. honestly that girl yeah it makes Ooh. me want to dance but i can't dance like the dance gene skipped over my generation <laughs> <laughs> like i don't got it but she can really dance no she can yeah shout out to tati all right Okay, guys, we've got off topic a whole bunch today. I think we're like almost 20 minutes into the show and we have yet to reach the affirmation. (laughs) (laughs) So the affirmation for this week is stop breaking yourself into bite-sized pieces. Stay whole and let them choke. Mm. So I don't know if you guys saw the video that's like kind of trending right now and it's talking about code switching. It's like bitmojis. Yeah. And we had, like, this huge discussion in my office about code switching. Like, how do you feel about it? Do you do it? Do you not do it? And half of the group was just kind of like, yes. Like, code switching has become a part of our society. Everyone does it, specifically black women. We do it the most. Mm -hmm. But, like, you have to do it to kind of assimilate to the crowd. And then half of the group was like, no, you have to be genuine to who you are. And if people don't like that then that's on them. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like 50-50. Same. I was literally about to say. You got to do it sometimes. Yeah. But you have to stay genuine to who you are, period. Yeah. The message doesn't change. The, the message... The, the, ah! <laughs> that is it right there. Say it one more time. The message stays the same. Okay. The delivery may shift a little bit, depending on the audience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You might have to bend just a little bit to get what you want. Yeah. But you got to say what it. I said. You got to say it a certain I can, way. I can say it like this, or I can say it like this. Exactly. I just feel like with this affirmation and then seeing the affirmation, I kind of feel like when people code switch, some people feel like they have to change how they think and yeah, no. change what they're trying to get across and kind of just become like a whole different person. And I feel like that's not what it is. Like right. you have to be able to deliver your message in a certain way depending on your audience Mm -hmm. and you always need to stay true to who you are my message is always going to be the same if i feel uncomfortable i might say stacy i feel uncomfortable but with my friends i might be like y'all like this shit not right like get me out of here you know what i'm saying so it's just like your delivery it's like the difference of being like okay i'm ready to go or i'm ready to get get the the fuck ASAP! <laughs> you feel me? ASAP! Like, get me out of here. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So Facts. it's just Facts. like, stay genuine to who you are. Don't chop yourself up into small pieces so that people could swallow you. Let them choke. 
because you are who you are. You're confident in yourself. And if you feel a way about something, nine times out of 10, don't let people make you feel like you don't feel a way out about it. Yeah, even though, it's like, an issue. If, you exactly. feel, if your gut is telling you it, then... It's an issue. Yeah. But yeah, that's our affirmation, y'all. I like that. Thank you. I thought it was a little ghetto. No, I think it was perfect. But it's okay, because we're a little ghetto. And some people need to hear it like that. You know what I'm saying? No, they like, really do. Saying, you know, being soft about the message sometimes. The point of this, like being soft about the message sometimes isn't effective. That's a fact. You know? That's a whole fact. Sometimes you need to hear it, bitch. <laughs> Don't let them be any type of way. Didn't Joris tell you stop cursing on the damn podcast? And you just said damn. I so did. I, I actually did not. <laughs> I'm about to get the bleeper sound and just start bleeping <laughs> us. Like, this is not good. This is why iTunes was taking down our episodes. Facts. <laughs> and we was like, why are y'all taking down our episodes? And they Facts. was like, you got to put explicit, sis. Honestly. You are cursing. And we was ready to light them up. We was like, about we pay for this. Do you not. <laughs> we drafted an email like, this is unprofessional. And they was like, but all you got to do is click explicit. Yeah, there's a nice little E button that you can click. <laughs> And y'all's yeah. episodes will be right back where they should be. And they came right back. Shout out to iTunes. We love y'all. Honestly. But um, Unbossed. Yeah. So our Unbossed this week is um, Felicia Latour on Instagram. She, um, well, she's the person. The company is Mindful Fee. But she's a makeup artist who I, I'm not entirely sure how she got popularity on social media. My assumption is lifestyle stuff. Um, a mother of two. Um, and she just kills it. She's somebody who is very genuine and authentic about motherhood, about what it means to be a woman, what it means to be an entrepreneur, what it means to love somebody and still be yourself outside of your relationship. Um, in our last episode, we talked about um, influencers, right? And how we see a lot of influencers who aren't authentic, you know? They say whatever, do whatever to get paid for this sponsored post. But Felicia is one of those people who doesn't align herself with brands that don't make sense for her and her kids. She's focused on mental health, physical health, emotional health. Um, she, like the food she eats, like I'm gonna give you an example. She'll do recipes all the time. Like she's talking about losing her baby weight, very transparent about it. She looks good. She's lost a lot of weight um, since she's had her son. That's her second child. But she was doing these little recipes about eating healthy, plant-based, all this stuff. And if she works with a brand, she's not about to work with Doritos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like it makes as much sense. as Doritos wants to pay her, she's not going to take a deal with Doritos because it's so far outside. She might eat Doritos, but it's so far outside of what her who she is as a person and what she's trying to promote you know right anyhow she has a company called mindful fee where it's merch um but she also has like quotes that she posts and she goes like not know if she hosts events but like is a speaker at events for mothers who are entrepreneurs or who are working to take care of their kids who are working to love themselves through brand new motherhood or what it looks like to be a mom to a toddler or an adolescent, what it looks like to be a mom, to work hard, and to figure out who you are outside of your relationship. She's so transparent about it. So for new moms, for women who are looking for motivation, for women who maybe are just recently out of a relationship or just recently in a relationship and are trying to learn to balance you know, who you are and who your partner is and who you are with your kids, you know, I think she's a, a beautiful resource. So her Instagram is at Mindful Fee. She has super, super cute um, merch. Like, I'm not a mom yet, but when I do become a mom, I'm going to get myself a little 
<laughs> mindful feet t-shirts and sweatshirts because they're so cute like you know be proud of being a mother and taking care of yourself and not feeling selfish for it so that's the unboxed super cute i love her page i love her content i think she's so dope <clears throat> y'all have to excuse me i don't know if i'm coming down with a little cold but i'm doing a lot of sniffing i know that's nasty but <laughs> sorry you need some water I don't know what's going on. I know it's just Well, funny. I actually do know what's going on. Jordan sleeps with the AC and the heat on. <laughs> and I only know about nobody else in the world who does that. So I actually do know what's wrong with her. She's crazy. Okay. I will have the AC on, a window open, and my space heater running. Okay. We live in the New York, New Jersey area. So you know it's raining and cold all week today. You got to keep it the the airflow moving in my apartment. I don't have central. That's not how it works. I don't have central air conditioner heat. So, so you created your own. Yeah. Okay. So I got to be warm and still keep it ventilated in this bitch. Something's not right. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Something's I mean, not right. It like, probably isn't, to be honest. It's probably not the way to do it. It's not. But <laughs> I don't know what to tell myself. All right. Hopping right into the goddess talk. Yeah, we're here. So, today we are discussing self-awareness and emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. Our title of our episode is A Hard Pill to Swallow. And it's crazy because this is probably my fourth favorite topic in the world. (laughs) What are the first three? (laughs) Because you really had fingers up to count. (laughs) Like, there are actually things. I actually have a a whole list. So, manifestation, self-care, wellness. All right self-awareness wow okay i literally know yeah my whole like points yeah yeah pretty much i love it so i'll just give you guys a little backstory so i took and first of all i feel like with emotional intelligence and with self-awareness you don't realize you don't have it until you realize you don't have it until somebody or something sits you in your ass and you're like basically right yeah like you don't realize you aren't aware of these things until someone points it out basically like, how do you not know this about yourself exactly and you're like i'm me how do i not, not know, know this shit? <laughs> and everybody thinks they know themselves and they don't and they wow so when i was in doing my mba i took a class don't i forgot i don't know if it was business ethics or like a strategy class or like a some class but in order to get through the class we had to take a ei assessment which is an emotional intelligence assessment and it was like 50 dollars, and i was like why am I paying $50 to learn about myself? Like, I know who I am. Like, I'm confident in who I am. I know what I do and how I react to things. And ha, 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 I sure didn't. Like, I took the exam, and it was, like, situational-based. And I was kind of, like, really shocked at my results. Like, (laughs) I was like, wow, like, this is who I am. Like, this is how I think, even though... You may not when you were when I was taking the exam, I wasn't intentional like, oh, I need to get this score because you don't really know like yeah. how the grading comes out. Yeah. Is it one of those things where like it'll ask you the same question five yes. times to see if you answer the Yes. Okay. You literally answer the same question and it literally like I guess adds it up and divides it and mm-hmm. tells you like about yourself. Mm-hmm. But basically self awareness is knowing how you react to things or like knowing yourself like on a deeper level Mm -hmm. and like emotional intelligence is like being able to like identify and like determine the difference between like giving someone compassion or giving someone hard love Mm -hmm. like that's when it's appropriate yes to like 
interact with people on an emotional level like right. how or or how appropriate you need to be when interacting right. with people like understanding basically what you said like understanding how, how someone will, re- will react to what you say how to uh teach some way someone in a way that resonates with them so they don't feel attacked or someone who like if they need more encouragement like knowing when to right push up on it and when and to, when pull, to back. pull back and it's important because these are life skills i didn't even realize in business world and in your personal life mm-hmm. having self-awareness and having emotional intelligence ties in together and makes you like this really good person yeah like legitimately like having these like knowing these skills about myself and having this journey of like wellness and self-care kind of align with my journey through school and my journey through life has given me so many um experiences but taking this freaking emotional intelligence test y'all yeah like that shit just told me about myself in one sentence you know it's funny that you said that you had you took the exam in a business course because i actually think i learned about emotional intelligence in a business class i think it was was it business ethics i think professor boroff shout out to karen boroff at seton hall that i think that's how i learned about it and it was what class is it i can't remember i can't remember business my management actually it might have it been. was business management for sure because that's what that's the class i took from boroff but yeah if I wouldn't have thrown those notebooks away, I would have pulled them out so we could talk about I would have pulled those notes out. But I don't, they're long gone. But it's really crazy how people think, like, because I, because I am one way, I treat everybody from my point of view. And if people don't like it, they either have to get over it or leave me alone. Or mm. people have to accept it because that's who I am, you know? Right. And that is a farewell. Not when you're trying to strike a business deal. No. Not when you want somebody to listen to your podcast. Like, we can't always be like, everything we say on this podcast is correct. If you don't like it, you can go. We don't have any <laughs> listeners. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes a difference. It really does. And it makes a difference in how you interact with people in your everyday life. For sure. Like, I have mastered the art of using my emotional intelligence to get the things that I want. You have to, or else what will you have? Because you think you have to do everything. Yeah. It's your your way of the highway. Yeah, you really can't make it your way of the highway. So let's get right into the whole, let's dissect it all. Like we're just trying to get shifted through. So what does it look like um, when people think they are aware? Like Like, what does that look like? Like when they think they are and they're not? Yeah. Like, I would say, um, like, you're basically you're, I was going to say this word, but I realized I wrote it down, so I'm right. You're, like, overzealous in thinking you know everything. You did. Right? Yeah. So, like, instead of being able to be coachable, yeah. instead of being able to take direction or to understand point of view, mm. you assume you're, you know, like, you act as a know-it-all. Yeah. You know, I understand. I don't need your help because I already understand. Yeah. Or if I don't understand, I can figure out myself. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think that you have the tools. Right. And you're unwilling to see that you may lack the tools, you know, that you need to progress. And and you, I feel like sometimes people feel like, you know, they're so confident in themselves that they don't need to be aware about the things that you do. But you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you do something repetitively, you subconsciously, you don't even realize that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is people who talk over other people. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I'm so like aware of when someone else is speaking to not speak that it's like I've I mastered it. Mm-hmm. But like you can see like how conversations shift when someone's speaking and someone like raises their voice to speak over them. Mm-hmm. That person doesn't even realize that they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like awkward because it's like you can't you're in a conversation. You can't pull that person aside and be how do you say like, hey, excuse me, I'm like I need you to relax. Shut up, please. <laughs> I see I'm talking. You see? <laughs> <laughs> you see I'm, you see I'm speaking lower your voice like you know you can't really do that so it's like it's everyone's responsibility to be aware of how they are in situations like that mm-hmm. and it like and it makes for like bad business mm-hmm. when you're speaking out of turn almost mm-hmm. I think that that's just an example that's like a mild example but you could look at it on a bigger scale and say in relationships you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. if you're not letting that same attitude of talking over your friends in a, a joking conversation transfers over into talking over your significant other in a mm-hmm. serious conversation. Not only does that make you look ar- arrogant, like like you said, it's you're overzealous, you're too confident. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's 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 hard to explain, but like it's a it's a negative thing. Like you need to be aware of things like that because it transfers over like it always does and if you're aware with your friends then you could be aware with your significant other and then you're boom already on the verge of being a better person yeah did you write that about me because no (laughs) you don't you don't talk over me it's because me and my significant other had a huge blowout because i'm i was one of those people so a little backstory like my mom used to say i was so good i was no good basically what that means is i was a goody two shoes? Absolutely. I could have told you that. But I know it, it it feeds into what I'm about to tell you about why I was why I talk over people. Because I worked for a long time I worked so hard to be right all the time. I didn't like what it felt like when people were like, No, you're wrong or you don't know how to do this or you know what I'm saying? Like I had to be the person the like the, the kid to figure it out, to not need a tutor, to that I was one of those kids. Oh yeah. Needing one probably. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying I didn't want people yeah. to look at me like she doesn't know how to do you know right so when I became an adult and started having intimate relationships both like romantic and not like you're with your friends and with like boyfriends or whatever I always felt like I had to be the person who was right all the time mm. so when you're having conversations and disagreements and I clearly know how I feel about something I'm gonna stand firm in how I feel about it my instinct when I started to hear someone tell me I was wrong or I needed to evaluate myself, I would pop back in with my opinion like, no, this is why I feel how I feel. Right. This is why you did what you did. I don't like that. Instead of being like, okay, so he's telling me how he feels and I should be able to, one, accept that that's how I made him feel. Because regardless of if that's my intention or not, right. it's how I contributed to his feelings. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I didn't know how to do that. Mm. And I remember us like, it was, sorry, I... I I have to keep sniffing. I feel ashamed. But anyhow, I remember us like having arguments and at some point he would be like, now I even want to talk to you because you keep talking over me. Or he'd be like, wait your turn. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Are you talking to tell me to wait my turn? But in hindsight, you know what I'm saying? Like you do have to wait your turn because when the shoes on the other foot, I didn't like how it felt when he was talking over me, but I knew he was doing that because I was doing it to him. Exactly. And here here we are. In our big age, yelling (laughs) over each other because the other person won't shut up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And love my family to death. but my Not all my family, but certain people in my family have a tendency to do the same thing. They don't stop talking until what they had to say was finished. You can say whatever you want to say once they were done. But 
you're not going i'm not gonna let you have a word edgewise mm. and that does not make for a productive conversation it At doesn't all. make people feel good and also it's like i don't want to fucking talk to you because i know how you're gonna take stuff exactly and i don't want to hang out with you because i can never say nothing like, exactly i agree so, yeah so i'm glad you had the emotional intelligence yeah but it was hard to, to realize hear. that it is hard to that, that that self-awareness bit it's hard you think to it's hear. hard to hear it's hard to fucking read when i read that <laughs> fucking paper that told me like all this shit about myself i'm like damn how does this computer know all this? Like, I'm telling you, it's yeah. really, it's eye-opening. Yeah. Um, so, what would you say that you do, like, daily, weekly, monthly, that you feel like contributes to your best self-awareness, your best emotional intelligence, and ultimately be becoming a better person? I gave you a lot. Yeah. Um, well, naturally, I'm a talker. And since I realized that I, I would say that big conversation that I had about how how I was speaking over him, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, how that made him feel. Like, we at the time, we didn't necessarily have the words to understand really what it was and why that triggered him so much and why mm-hmm. I was doing it. But I would say ever since then, I have been so susceptible to, like, re- evaluating myself. Mm. Like, there isn't a day that goes by where I'm not considering, like, how did I make this person feel? How am I presenting myself in this moment? I'm always writing. Like, I literally take notes on my life. Mm. Even if it's like a couple sentences in my journal, or even if it's I'm thinking about something God's culture and I'm and I'm writing down what's going through my brain, like a stream of consciousness. Like I go back and read it and say, like how are, how are my actions? How will this action that I want impact right. you know everyone else, or how will it be perceived by everyone else? Mm-hmm. So I would say for me, it's it's constantly taking inventory. Yeah. Like, how is this decision that I want to make for myself? How would that make anybody else feel? Right. How would this thought that I have for God's culture, how will it impact Shanice and our team? Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm always thinking about the implications right. of my actions. And then as a fall off from that, that's how you get into the nitty gritty of who you are and why you think that way or why mm. you want this. But I, I would start with how does it impact other people? Absolutely. And you know what's crazy that you say that? Because on my exam, it literally said, like, Poor self-awareness leads to poor teamwork. Like, it literally said good self-awareness, good teamwork. Mm -hmm. And, like, the only way that we're able to, like, navigate this, like, business together is because we both are at the point where we kind of have that awareness of ourselves. Like, we both know when we're about to shut down. And we also know each other. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I know when Jordan's, like, had enough. And I'm like, she's had enough today. We'll see you guys later. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that has contributed to us having like a successful partnership. Right. Because being being, working in a team and having like the type of relationship Jordan and I have, which means like we hang out with our friends. We hang out with our line sisters. We're with each other a lot. And we also are business partners. So we also have to handle business together. That's a different type of relationship outside of us being line sisters or friends. Yeah. Like it's a, and we try to like separate the two as much as we can, but obviously things are going to cross over. If something pops up and we're together, like it has to be handled regardless. You know what I'm saying? So because we have like such good emotional intelligence on both of our ends, we're able to like navigate and build this relationship and ultimately build this business. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with personally myself, like what I do daily to like keep track of like what I'm doing and how I'm treating people is kind of what Jordan said is like 
um, thinking about other people before I think about myself, but also like receiving feedback. Like I always want to ask like our team, like, what do you guys think about Mm -hmm. this? Like, how are we doing this? Do you have a better idea? Like, what can we do to integrate this or change this or like anything that we can specifically do to help their needs and like make them feel better and getting feedback from them has been like the greatest thing and like growing our team has been super great and also like as far as routines like I'm really big on like starting my day on like a good note and like lately well not lately but like before like maybe like when I quit my job in like June to like September before I started this like intern process um I was like the sh- like going through like the weirdest phase like just like what's happening and then I was like you know what let me be a little more like intentional about like my day-to-day like routines and stuff like that and like now like as soon as my alarm rings like I'll start my prayer mm-hmm. like I'll just start praying right away mm-hmm. and I'll just make sure like I'm on up to date with things that I'm saying and things that I'm doing and then the second thing that's also good which is also for my mental health like I just make up my bed. And this sounds mad weird, you know, because like, what does making up your bed have to do with emotional intelligence or mental health? Backing. It literally, I I can't even explain it to you guys. Like, I really can't even really put it in words. Like, there's some feeling that I get when I come home and my bed is made up and my my shit just like looks right. Mm -hmm. That just makes my, even if I'm having a bad day, like my day ends a little better. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just like really preparing myself for the day gets me through the day because these 24 hours is hard and stressful as fuck and you're meeting a lot of people you're in a lot of people's faces and you have to maintain your energy and maintain your vibe especially when you're in different environments and things like that and meeting someone new you don't know their emotional intelligence level or their self-awareness level or anything like that mm-hmm. so you have to like overcompensate now so now you have yeah. to be like super chill and no matter what's going on you have to maintain that energy so that the person feels a little more comfortable and a little more warmer and I feel like with all these things like it's making me a better person because I, f- I enjoy like people like I enjoy cracking people down like when they're upset and making them feel better and seeing them smile and relax like I love that type of stuff mm-hmm. and I feel like the only way, like literally the only way I've gotten to this point is because I'm so aware of the shit that I do and how it affects other people that like, I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to do that because I know this person will feel a certain type of way and da 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 and da da da. Yeah. You know, the, the routine thing is twofold and it's funny because I don't think we've ever, I don't think you and I have ever had this conversation about morning routines necessarily, but it's so funny because I went through a thing where I would wake up and check social media Ugh, and I, I, I was like, was like, I'm not addicted to social media. And then something happened where I was, I just, like I said, I was just in a space where I was constantly evaluating myself. Right. I'm not addicted. Like I could put the phone down if I wanted to. Right. And I realized I was waking up and, and checking social media and I, I took a pause I'm like how am I checking social media before I even acknowledge the fact that I had I had a chance to wake up today yeah you know so literally like you said your alarm goes off sometimes I fall back asleep because the prayer be so long like <laughs> hello times I'm like okay uh uh-uh. that was 17 <laughs> minutes and there was no way I was still going that long. <laughs> like the second alarm goes off I'm like okay that was yeah that was sleep but yeah there's something about knowing yourself well enough to know that you have to start your day by pouring you have to start your like think about think about it like this Mm. if life is 
a uh, bucket. Okay. <laughs> your day is a bucket. Okay. And if you start your day, and every day the bucket starts empty, right? And if you start go throughout your day and constantly, or your, your, let's say your bucket starts half full, you go throughout your day and things happen, and everything, some every time something negative happens. Or not negative, but anytime energy is exerted, more water comes out the bucket. Mm-hmm. If you don't start your day by filling that bucket from halfway to full, by mm. the time you get to the end of the day, your bucket's going to be empty. Exactly. You know? So, like, when you're aware enough to know that I need things are going to fill this bucket up because I know I, with, with the energy with the energy that I have now, I Amen. can't get through the day okay. You know? Right. So, little things like starting your day off with a prayer and making your bed like that's adding to the bucket right like i i pray and then i write affirmations in my in my planner every day like this this is the the key thing that i want to focus on today right you know if it's making a to-do list so i know that i know that i i get scatterbrained and i need to make sure i hit everything on this list because i don't have time to be playing around and forgetting stuff you know like that's adding into your bucket you're self-aware enough to know that, that there are things that you, you have need. to do yeah there are things that you have to practice you need to do you know in yeah. order to be successful in order to be on top of your shit in order to be nice for the day like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah i know i need some sort of caffeine or tea in the morning yeah if it's not coffee i know i need something warm at least you yeah. know i don't want to talk to anybody really before i have a cup of tea that's a fact you know what I'm saying? You know the things that you want to put into your body to fill up your bucket. Exactly. That's and before I start snapping on best folks. Best analogy ever. Thank you. Really before was. you start snapping on folks, know yourself well enough to know what you need to do to pour into yourself. Exactly. So that you can operate at that 100%. At 100%. Mm-hmm. Because at this day and age right now, we have no opportunities to operate as 50. We're black women in business. And, and okay? making noise. You know what I'm saying? We're not Shaking tables. We're not docile. We're and not. not to say there's anything wrong with who came before us before, because we know there are things that they had to do to survive. Right. But we're in a space that we can yell if we want to. And we have to, because at this point, we need to be heard. Yeah. So I feel like I have to give 100% energy. And like you said, like my bucket has to be filled. And what fills my bucket in the morning is prayer. Mm-hmm. What fills my bucket in the morning is having some me time on my bus ride to Manhattan because that Manhattan mm-hmm. girl when you leave or maybe before we leave I'm gonna follow Santo myself because do it to me girl let me tell you how these people piss me off <laughs> New Yorkers really have no cooth they don't you they know? don't care you, you gonna let me off the train before you start bum rushing in the train no. if you let me out you can sit down tragic and I had maybe 37 people touch me today trying to get off the train and that's why i will be that's that's how i'm pouring into my bucket hello because my bucket is probably at two it's at two percent right now barely bone dry listen and then the last thing we want to definitely touch on is blockers like growth blockers um one thing that we would say well that i would say about Um, people who block their blessings or block their ability to find out their self-awareness level are people who continuously say, and this shit annoys me to the core. I'm like that. That's just how I am. My least favorite thing in the world. Oh my God. If I walk around (sighs) smacking people, right? That would be what they said. No one has to, and I'm just like, oh, that's just me. When I don't like you, I smack you. You know what I'm saying? I can smack people to the day is is done. But when someone smacks my ass back, that's what I get. 
Right. You cannot you cannot rely on that's who I am. That's what I know. That's who I was brought up. Absolutely not. Because life doesn't give a damn where you came from. It really doesn't. This and it also ties into like like Jordan talked about generational curses and generational things that go on in your family and you take it outside and you start to think that oh my family does it like this. Oh my family play yeah. like this. Like that is not okay. Becoming self-aware and having that same type of mentality does not go together. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot do both. You cannot sit here and say, that's how I am, and have this negative or this, this like Jordan said, slapping people mentality or something. Because how lazy are you to not want to figure Put in out, that work. To not want to figure it out on your own. To rely on, that's just what I've seen. Exactly. And I get, I get it a little bit more when you're... When I say uneducated, I don't mean... I don't mean you don't have the ability to know, right? But I get when you are uneducated in the sense where you haven't seen differently, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe you get a little bit more of a pass right. in the beginning. But when you know better, you have to do better. Right. When someone tells you something about yourself, regardless if it doesn't feel good to hear, you have to do something with it. Or don't be mad when people treat you poorly because that's how you meet people. And if you're hearing the same thing repeatedly, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you know that that automatically is what you're doing but maybe that is there's like some truth, but there's yeah some there's some truth and maybe this is an opportunity for you to look deeper into that mm-hmm. if you're if, if someone's telling you like you know you're you're a little negative or like you do this or you do that don't look for faults in them you know take this opportunity to look for faults in yourself and that is like the hardest thing to do because we all think we're perfect mm-hmm. but unfortunately we're not and it's okay to not to be a little flawed. And I feel like all my flaws made me who I am. And now I'm just able to take those flaws and create an even better person. And I'm just like really excited to be on this like self-awareness journey. And I feel like if you guys started, you know, start by taking the tests. There's free tests all over on- online. It's not called self-awareness test. It's called emotional intelligent intelligence assessment. But you could take like a free assessment and kind of just without asking people to tell you about yourself tell yourself about yourself yeah let that be the starting point and then if you want to reach out to other people and see like ask your close friends like in confidence like hey guys like tell give me a little feedback on myself what can i work on you know what i'm saying and i'm not talking about just regular people i'm talking about people that yeah people who know you people who opinion you value like these are the these are the things that are going to make you a better person and it's going to feel super awkward and you're going to feel super weird about it and you're going to feel very uncomfortable but i'm telling you growth only comes from uncomfortable situations and this this right here you can have all the self-care you want in the world, but this right here, this yeah. self-awareness right here, y'all, this is going to be what, is, what takes you to the next level. Is it Rumi that says the wound is where the light enters you? Ooh. Is that, what it, is that Rumi? I don't know if it's Rumi, but I've actually saw that. that quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, well, the, the quote is the wound is where the light enters you, right? So when you're able to like crack open the hard exterior, you know what I'm saying? And the ugly stuff gets exposed. You know, it's not pretty to see. It doesn't feel good to hear, you know? negative things about yourself but it's your opportunity to be better and do better right and when we talk about self-care i know we say it, we say it say it a lot a lot episode we give our little cute self-care moments during the week whatever but this is self-care you know yeah self-care is not limited to you know us putting on face masks or us i don't know going to the spa like that's not that's not the extent of self-care self-care is also understanding who you are as a person and changing from the inside 
Absolutely. You know? It's that day-to-day work, that grit, that hard... Uncomfortable, uncomfortable raw, everything. emotion, change, you know? Yeah. It's the change that's that's intangible. Yeah. The change you can't see, too. Yeah. You know? I can go from... It makes you feel weird. Pimple face to not pimple face. But if I'm still ugly and rude... On the inside. On the inside, it don't matter what I look like on the outside. It sure don't. Woo! All things we learned in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> what an episode. But the stakes change as you get older. And that's why it pays to really evaluate yourself on a daily basis. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. This last thing before we wrap mm-hmm. up, you know, this section of the podcast, whatever. But I can't remember how, sorry. I can't remember how we got, or not how we got started, but how, what made me think about it. But... There are times, oh, you you were talking about how, you know, we have a friendship, but we also have this, like, business relationship, which, you know, changes the stakes on certain things and certain conversations that we have. And I can literally think of times where we've been, like, let's say we're both at work, having a involved conversation about goddess culture. Um, both felt strongly about something, and we said something over text. And, you know, text always has the yeah. ability to get misinterpreted. But then we're self-aware enough to double back and be like, okay, that came out harsher than I meant it. (laughs) What I was trying to get across was, Uh, you know? And I think that's so important. Like, self-correction, you know? That's very important, I mean, it's cool for other people to tell you about yourself and you hear it and you do something with it. But I think what's even more powerful is is being able to see yourself for who you are and make those adjustments as need be. Because there are times you don't have the time to wait for someone to tell you you hurt their feelings. Right. You have to call it out on yourself. And and you could feel it. Like, you could feel it. If you have to think twice about what you said. Or if you're rereading it, like, "Mm, she probably thought this was... Let me just clarify. Yeah, just go ahead. Hey, just so you know, this Mm -hmm. was, like, what I meant or whatever. And, you know, I'm telling you, even if... Like, you could have overthought it and been like, Jordan probably didn't even read the message yet. You know what I'm saying? But you already set the tone like, hey, that's not how it was meant to come out. Like, the other person feels so reassured. It it, it makes the conversation and it makes the, the conclusion of the conversation come out so much smoother. Like, you're doing yourself such a service, like, by just being self-aware and correcting things in that moment instead of waiting for it to fester and yeah. grow and just become like... Even uh, if you meant what you said. <laughs> you know right because there's sometimes some things just need to be said but your delivery like we were saying earlier the yeah. delivery makes all the difference that's it the does. difference between me being like yeah sure I'll do it right now or be like now she gotta wait you know right because I'm like that at work <laughs> don't send me no nasty email because I'll be like now end of my to-do list <laughs> I'll see you in the morning right right okay well that was the episode yeah um we want to definitely get into fresh face so, uh, we had a sleepover this weekend and what, you know, I love a good sleepover for multiple reasons. One, you get to come to somebody else's house, especially a friend and you get to use all their products. <laughs> so I was at Jordan's house and I was using all her products. So go ahead. Tell us about your mask that, and then I'll tell them my story about um, how I um, took it So I don't know how to pronounce it. Th- That's why I passed it to you. I figured. That's why I led with that. Caudalie, C A U D A L I E, or something like that. Anyhow, yeah. it um, the the brand is. I think their main ingredient is like grapes or something. Like grape something is in all of their products. But um, I got that mask at a time where I was really trying to heal my skin. And if you've been a Goddess Culture listener from the jump, you know that my face did something really weird. 
post-graduating yeah. college. Like, I don't know what happened, but hormones or something. I don't know. My face right. is something crazy. And um, my aunt actually put me on to this mask, but it has been a staple in my skincare routine since. If you look at my fresh face, what is it, highlight? Mm-hmm. You can see, like, I've been using it. So this is not me gassing it. This is not promoted. Though, if they want to sponsor us, this is an actual product we like and use. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's the Caudalie Instant Detox Mask. I believe it's made with pink clay. Yes, it is pink. Yeah. Um, it has, like, a lavender-esque smell. Mm-hmm. Um, directions are to apply it to a clean, dry face with, a, like, a thin layer. Um a little goes a long way. And it's about $30, $40. Um, I bought mine at Sephora, but I'm sure you can get it at Blue Mercury. You can order it offline or whatever. Um, but it's gentle. It's so gentle. This is why I started using it. Because at first, I was an Aztec Indian clay girl. Till the, it's too strong. Then all of a sudden, it felt like my face was on fire when yeah. I was using that mask. And I realized at the time, I had to add more water and use less ACV. And then it got to a point where I took ACV out because there was some, it was creating some reaction on my face. But before I realized how to balance the ingredients, right. I was like, I need a lighter clay mask. Right. Transition to this. And I think it's best for me personally, when I first feel a breakout coming on, so you can attack it early. Or when your breakout is on its way out and you're trying to speed up the process to clear your face up. Mm. So that's when I use it, how I use it. I use about once a week. Um, it's gentle enough to use multiple times a week, though. So if you're one of those three times, three mask a week kind of girls, you know, this is a mask that you can use that won't har- like harm your skin. It's not really abrasive. Can I tell y'all, when I looked in Jordan's medicine cabinet, I saw this. I was like, mm, can't wait to try it. So I put it on and I was like, all right. Um, I was like, all right, I don't feel anything. Nothing's happening. So... When I actually, like, let it dry and everything, like, it really dried. And I'm like, this is, like, you don't even feel anything happening. Yeah. With Aztec clay mask, like, I could feel myself turn into a mummy. Like, I feel my <laughs> face up. being removed off my face and put on the side like a rock. Okay? <laughs> and I love Aztec clay mask, but my skin is dry. And I can't, like, take that taking out all the moisture. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Aztec clay mask does to me. But this clay mask, like, I didn't even feel it dry. Like, when I was rubbing it off, like, it made my skin feel so luscious. Like, silky, right? Silky smooth, like a baby's bottom. Yeah. Okay? And then I beat my face after that. Girl, (laughs) let me tell y'all, like, the makeup put on itself. Because (laughs) I just was like, wow. Like, my skin was... I cannot wait to purchase it. I actually was like telling everybody about it and i couldn't even pronounce the name like a lot was going on but i would definitely invest and i remember you had it like when we went to spain Mm -hmm. like you had a mini one Mm -hmm. and i was like put it it on my it comes in a trio it has like the glycolic one the instant clay man and the in a moisturizing one yeah life changing life changing and yeah so it was amazing and yeah i definitely recommend it because who would have thought so yeah sleep over your friend's house try their products and let us know because we definitely love to try new fresh face stuff all right self-care um so self-care you don't want to go first oh yeah 
So self-care this weekend, we attended homecoming. I haven't been to homecoming in years, and I'm removed from college like four years, so I probably haven't gone for like the past two years because I've been like busy traveling or whatever, but we made it like a point to like get together and go to homecoming, and we had so much fun. Like, y'all. We were as head-ass as it gets. Yeah, we was head-ass as fuck. Like... (laughs) Smiling, hugging, matching, like Capri Suns, (laughs) custom Capri Suns. Like it was, we was doing the most. Like we had so much fun, and it's always so good to like see people from your past and just like catch up and stuff like that. And I'm just like blessed, honestly. Like great people, great support system. I had so much fun. I can't wait to go back, maybe in like a couple more years because (laughs) I had enough fun for about a good two years. Right. But it's so cool to, like, know there are people who you can, at the drop of a dime, I mean, we planned for this for a couple of weeks, but at any at any point, like, they'll be there to love on you when you need it. And it's not like anybody was necessarily depressed or anything like that, but, like, you know, you don't realize how good it feels to be around yeah. good energy. Oh, my gosh. 360 degrees. It was a lot of good energy. It's 365. 365. No, it's 360. Oh, what's 365? Oh, the days of the year. <laughs> Yo, I'm crying. I really did graduate college, y'all. Barely. But my fe- I'm fresh face, my um, self-care piggybacks right off of homecoming. So I ate like a four-year-old. I think I had a beige diet the entire weekend. There was no vegetables. Barely any water. Barely. And my knees were on fire. Let me tell y'all, Sunday, I felt nauseous all day. All day. I had maybe a quarter of a vegetable the entire time, <laughs> the entire weekend. And never in my life have I not ate vegetables for an entire entire weekend. Insane. So I had to figure out how to flush my system. And I'm not one of those like quick fix, drink the tea, lose the weight type of girls. Like, no tea, no shade. I just, it doesn't work for me. But... When you don't eat well and you don't drink water, your body yells at you. And my body was screaming. Mm. So I made a nice little um, green tea, mint green tea, um, quote unquote detox. It's really just to flush your system out. Um, It's not like you lose weight from it or anything like that, but it's just to regulate your body and refresh it. Um, Found it on Pinterest and I've actually been making it ever since. It's Tuesday. It's only been three days, but the point is... I've been drinking it every day, waking up in the morning and drinking it, drinking it after dinner, just a healthy way to really get your body back in line. Um, basically, use like a 16 ounce, I boil a 16 ounce water bottle um, worth of water. I use three. Wow. She's really taking selfies and I look crazy. <laughs> I use three tea bags, um, like three sprigs of mint and amber honey. And put it in my fridge and so I'm ready to drink it. And I, I drink it over ice. So, yeah, now I'm feeling back regular. I need to do a detox, like, today, yesterday, now, ASAP. And if you're one of those people who doesn't like drinking water, this is a good alternative. Yeah, it looks like no a mojito. It does. It actually looks exactly like that. It That's what made me excited when yeah. I saw it. But, yeah, it's nice and healthy. No sugar. No yeah. preservatives. No, it's just oh, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. honey I read tea, this water, stuff. and mint. And yeah. lime, if you want a little extra. Something. Are you eating too? Girl, I tried one time to do a liquid anything. I hate you. About fucking died. Okay, I was on my deathbed. I hate you. But, but yeah. yeah. Oh, get out of my head. What an episode. 
Um, we actually literally said to ourselves, like, this is gonna be a quick one. Yeah. We're gonna do about thirty minutes, yeah. and we're gonna call it a night. Here we are. But here we are, an hour, hour later, later. Yeah. and we're finally finished. But guys, if you're coming to New York, you have to come because we are almost sold out. And we definitely want to make sure that we extend the invite to everyone, make everyone feel welcome. This is going to be a really, really, really good trip. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a quick weekend getaway, but it's going to be filled with a lot of laughs, a lot of love, a lot of good Luxury. vibes. And it's going to be exactly like our yeah. other trips. Yeah. We don't cut corners. Um, if you've heard anyone brag about uh, the spa that we went to, we'll be going to the New York location yes um we're staying in a luxury apartment in harlem so you're around a lot of culture you're close yes. to trains that will get you in and out of manhattan which we will be um between manhattan and harlem um it's cooling down so the quintessential wintertime activities ice skating we'll be doing that um hot chocolate at the very very famous serendipity we'll be doing that yes it's um, gonna be amazing don't take our word for it honestly go to the instagrams for the places that we've tagged and see for yourself. Yeah. It's going to be a trip of a lifetime. And then we have Bali in May. Mm-hmm. And we are having another trip at the, at the end, end of, of the 2020. 2020. Yeah. So look out for that. That will be dropping very soon. It will be dropping very soon because apparently y'all like traveling with us. Yeah. So Apparently we're like fun or something. Right. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yes. And don't forget to comment, rate, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yes. Later, guys.